Hi, I'm Dana Shea, host of the Real Relationship Talk podcast. To all of our married listeners, I want to encourage you that prayer is mission central to your marriage. The goal of marriage is not to be happy. The goal of marriage is not just to have your needs met. The goal of marriage is not just to have a good friend. Those are all byproducts of oneness. The purpose of marriage is that you and your spouse become one. That's God's deal, okay? And so when we go to God in prayer for our spouses, our heart has to be, God, make us one. And now I would love the honor to pray for you and your spouse. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, lifting these couples up to you. God, couples who look to you for strength, support, for their very sustenance. I pray that you would support these couples and their efforts to create oneness and unity in their marriages. I pray, O oh God, that you would cover them and would you protect them, O oh God, from influences, Lord, that would seek to divide, influences that would seek to destroy the beauty and the wonder and the oneness that you have given them. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, for those who are discouraged today, Lord, for those who are ready to give up on their marriages, God, for those who are bent beneath their loads, Lord, I thank you, God, that your word says that we can cast all our cares on you because you care for us. And not only, Lord God, can we cast our cares on you, God, but we can leave them at your feet, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that you are strengthening and supporting marriages right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Take a listen to a short clip from my podcast. I want to give you an acronym for how to pray for your marriage. I am an acronym girl. I love alliteration. I love acronyms because they help us to remember what we need to know. So as I was praying for you all before I started recording this episode, I thought, Lord, How would I encourage people to pray over their marriage? And why do we need to pray for our marriages anyway? Like, isn't it enough for us to just do the things that we're supposed to do? Isn't it enough for us to just put into practice what we're learning, either on this podcast or what we're reading in books or what we've heard in other marriage conferences? The answer is yes and yes, but we also need to cover our marriages in prayer. And so there's an acronym that I want to share with you today, and it's the word COVER. What does it mean to cover your marriage in prayer? And I know that some of you right now already hear your hearts. You're thinking, I'm weary, Dana. I've been praying for my husband. I've been praying for my wife. I've been praying for my marriage, and I'm not really seeing a lot of change. Maybe others of you feel guilty because you know that you need to be praying more and you just forget or you just don't think to do it. Y'all, I understand. I mean, I am telling you what I know through experience, but I'm also telling you that I, as a marriage coach, sometimes get weary in prayer over my own marriage. And sometimes I forget to pray. I forget to pray specifically for what I'm going to tell you about today. So I am here right with you. All right. So if there's any judgment, any condemnation that you're feeling, just go ahead and throw that out. All right. We are all on a journey together and I'm going to help us all today to learn these five simple ways on how to cover your marriage in prayer. So let's go ahead and jump right in. The first letter is C. So again, cover is an acronym, C-O-V-E-R. So the C stands for compassion. I believe that when we are praying for our spouses, we have to start from a place of compassion. 
We have to start not from a place of judgment or a place of like tattletelling on our spouses to God, but from a place of compassion, a place that says, you know what, Lord, I know that my spouse is going through some challenges in their life right now. I know that maybe they haven't been responding to me the best way, or maybe they're walking in fear or shame, or maybe they're beating themselves up over insecurities that they have or weaknesses that they have. So when we go to God for others, we need to first of all, go with a heart of compassion. We don't go to God self-righteously. There's a parable in the Bible about the tax collector and the uh, Pharisee or the publican, some translations say. And the difference in prayer is that the tax collector goes before God humbly. He's like, I'm not worthy of of your mercy, Lord, where the Pharisee was all self-righteous and listing all the wonderful things that he had done. When we go to God in prayer, we come humbly. We come understanding that none of us are worthy. That's why we're there. We don't go to God because we're worthy. We go to him because we know we're not. And so when we go to God, first and foremost, to uh, to the Lord for our spouses, we go with a heart of compassion. Ephesians 4.32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ forgave you. Think about that. How are you treating your spouse? Are you treating them with compassion? Are you treating them with kindness? Are you walking in forgiveness? Or are you going to God because you've got a grudge against them and you're like, you know what, Lord? And let me tell you the other thing they did. And this is also what they did. So if that's how you're going to God, friend, I'm just going to tell you, like, don't expect to have your prayers answered because God doesn't respond to that. The Bible says that he resists the proud, but he draws near to the humble. So when you go to God, first and foremost, go with compassion. Hear the rest of this podcast episode at realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 129 or check out all of the rest of our marriage and relationship podcast episodes at realrelationshiptalk.com. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.